Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Now entering Nerdist.com. Hey, friends. Thanks to everybody who came out to the show in Toronto uh, at the Just for Laughs Festival. It was fun to meet all of you. A couple quick things. Uh, I'm at Rooster Tea Feathers this week in Sunnyvale. That's October 1 through 4. And then I'm at Zany's in St. Charles, October 15 through 17. So come on out if you get a chance. Um, I don't think we'll have an episode next week, but either way, I will have a few interesting announcements to make. So tune in if you can. Here it is. Hope it was worth the wait. Listen with some tubs of cream. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Thank you so much for that intro. How you feeling, Toronto? Oh my God! Look at this. There's at least twelve and a half people out there. Yeah. With the conversion, maybe fifteen and a half. That's how it feels. How many by applause have uh, are, are familiar with the show? Cashing in with T.J. Miller. How many? Oh my God! Yeah, you. All up front. The rest, you're like, what's going on? Who is this guy? Why did this guy come out? I thought this was TJ's show. <laughs> Let me tell you a little bit about what's happening here. I know some of you are new to the process. and Welcome to the family. Well, welcome to the 12 and a half. Can you welcome them, 12 and a half? Yeah. It's a happy group. I've had a podcast for about three and a half years, and I've had trouble getting guests. Uh, the only guest I've ever gotten, in fact, is uh, uh, TJ Miller. And... Uh, <laughs> And so uh, that's the podcast. And you know what? We've had a lot of fun over the years. Uh, we, we tend to run into each other. But tonight's going to be different, but still. Uh, this is great. This is really exciting for us because it's our first time uh, in international uh, to do the show internationally. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, besides that show in Texas, we've never left the U.S. Uh, and... Uh, it's really exciting to be here, and I, I understand there were some disputes. I mean, some people didn't think we should do this. They didn't think it was right, since I've never had a Canadian guest, uh, which is false, because Donkey from Donkey and the Jeff is uh, Canadian. But uh, you know what? It, we decided to do it anyway. There were some protesters outside. People were lighting themselves on fire, uh, protesting the show, which is not a good thing to do. And at September, it's still too warm here. January. January is when you want to light yourself on fire. 
We're excited. The UN levied some sanctions on us just to allow us to do the show together here uh, in Toronto after midnight. Uh, they're going to only allow one Dushai during the show. And I'll just, I'll just burn it right now. Dushai Shai! There's another person out there that did it. Uh, but it's exciting. We, you know, they want me to have a Canadian guest. I, I'm going to do that. Uh, it's my first time to Toronto. It's a wonderful metropolis. The women are so beautiful here, aren't they? Wow. Yeah, there's just, yeah, I can see some of them out there tonight. It's just, there's something about beautiful women that just makes me want to um, have sex with them. I, I'm different than most men. I... A lot of men like to talk to girls and stuff. But for me, I just daydream about making love to them. But, you know, I'm different than most guys. That's all I'm saying. I love it here. I think uh, if you're at the earlier show, I I mentioned I uh, decided to take a swim today. That was good. Went down to Lake uh, Ontario. And uh, just saw some fish floating face up in the water. Uh, You know, I I just want to come out and say it. I think that that lake is maybe the biggest piece of shit body of water in the country. It's a bit of a waste of a body of water. I, I, don't, I don't understand having a lake that big uh, that you can't go ahead and swim in. It's very upsetting to me. I think they should just pave over it and maybe put a Tim Hortons in the middle. Because <laughs> apparently there's one of those on every block. It, apparently Tim Horton was like the Mussolini of uh, Canada. <laughs> Pretty much just owned everything. I, I just think you guys should be a lot heavier than you are considering how many Tim Hortons there are. Uh, I just walked in and gained five pounds. Uh, but it's exciting to be here, it is. And uh, you know, I'm going to bring up my first guest. I am so excited about this. The Toronto Maple Leafs <laughs> are my favorite hockey team. Uh, they've had a wonderful history. Uh, how many bipods are from Toronto? Yeah. You know. They took the cup in 1967. And they've been drinking ever since. And the Toronto Maple Leafs are... <laughs> the Toronto Maple Leafs, like I said, have always been my favorite hockey team. And uh, 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 Babcock, Mike Babcock is the coach. You guys excited about that? Yeah? And he's found a new goalie. And... <laughs> People who see him in the minor leagues know that this goalie has flowing locks of hair. He's, he's, very, he's, a, he's a big, giant man, almost looks like a, a bear, uh, almost like a yogi bear. And it's, it's really amazing. When you see this guy in action, he's one of the best hockey players in the world, and uh, he's going to be the new goalie of the Toronto Maple Leafs. You guys ready for him? Please welcome Babouche Tatuki. <laughs> Here he is. Hey. Wow, you look familiar. Babouche Tatuki. Hey. Babouche Tatuki. Hi. Uh, I, I didn't know you'd be wearing your mask. Uh, yes. Babouche Tatuki always wear the mask. Okay, where, where are you from? That sounds like a mix of uh, six or seven different uh, accents. Are you, from, are you from Little Italy or Tiny Portugal or Big China or any of the other uh, different weird reproductions Toronto has? Medium-sized Bulgaria. <laughs> I didn't know they had that. I thought you might be from uh, Giant Dutch. Not from Giant Dutch. 
Now, what, what's your plan for the team this year? What are you, what are you thinking of doing? Well, you know, I want to get it together. I want to... It's weird, your voice. I want to sort of, you know, I want to Donaldson it, you know, MVP style. <laughs> Josh Donaldson? Yeah, it's the guy. Wow, he had a good day, didn't he? Great day for him. Great day for Toronto. Great day for Canada. Yep. Yeah, that's I good. Know, I should know. I play hockey. <laughs> Yeah, Dad yeah it's hard to drink beer. For Christmas. <laughs> Daddy came home for Christmas. Uh, I, I wanted to mention to are you inspired by the? We have a supermoon uh, that's going to be here. It's uh, it's here tonight. The supermoon. We have a super. Wait a second, TJ. What the? the who the? What the? Where the? How the? the, the, the did? Hey, buddy. Yeah. Oh my God. I haven't seen you in like four months. This is amazing. I couldn't go through another. Supermoon not hanging out with you, Cash. It happened 15 years ago. The year was 1900. That's yeah. It's, there's you know, no story. There. I mean, we've it's been just, together. We well, worked together really. that one. Well, yeah. for the last eclipse, you know, uh, as you know, if you're if you're familiar with cashphrases.org, uh, when someone is having sex and they go outside to watch an eclipse, that's called ecliptus interruptus. Yep. <laughs> If you're like, suddenly, that's the supermoon, you know, that would so be So I'm thinking this should sense. be even bigger. Uh, it should be like a supermoonist ecliptus. I mean, what we want to do is have everybody writhe into sort of a frothing sexual orgy, all of you together, and then suddenly we go, let's go see the supermoon. <laughs> and, and then I'll say, if we stay here, the party dies. <laughs> and then we'll go into the streets and we'll run over the protesters who had lit themselves on fire. I, did you, did, have you ever been inspired enough to light yourself on fire? How do you feel about that? I feel like I, I'm not, I lack passion. I've never thought to light myself on pyre, uh, fire before. Well, I, one time Kate tried to, I tried to pull a bracelet off of her, like one of those clubbing bracelets that you, it's hard to get off the next mm-hmm. morning. And I couldn't do it, but I stretched it enough, and so then I went to light it. I, I said, here, I'll, I'll just burn it off. And I pull out <laughs> my lighter. And she was like, okay. And then it set on fire and it burned her. Just a little bit, just a little tiny scar. And she calls it her trust scar. So yeah, I was passionate enough to get that goddamn bracelet off. And that's, that's a forgiving... I mean, she's your wife now. Uh, TJ yeah. just got married uh, about uh, three weeks ago. And thank you. And that's a forgiving uh, wife when you can light part of her uh, body on fire. And she's like, that's a trust scar. Uh, but don't let that shit happen again. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's well, a, that, that would be frustrating. What she set on fire downtown in my town. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think we need to see that. Uh, well, it's a yeah. live show. You yeah, know what I mean, it is. thank you it's, guys for coming. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, uh, you. you know, those of you listening, brought your gentlemanly beard. Yeah, thank look you, at these sir. guys. He does. He looks like kind of a super fucking cool Amish guy. <laughs> He's like, I'm Amish, but I fucking shred. I skate all day. Look at him. I he's... skate eight hours a day, motherfucker. That I that butter. that is that that's Josh Donaldson. That's uh, look at him. There he is. He wears a, a you know. Yeah, TJ's not a huge baseball fan, but he got really jacked up because Josh Donaldson hit a home run uh, in overtime, as he liked to call it. Uh, a walk-off homer during the last period. And he called me, and he's like, are you watching this shit? This is exciting. And I, I love that you're into baseball now. It's great that you're... Yeah, you know, just for today. And then tomorrow, I, I don't really... It's the one with the skin. <laughs> the pig skin. 
Um, it's no, good to see I, you. I haven't seen you in like four months. I've had to like start a, a therapy session for people who are having cash, with, cash withdrawal. They, they come in and I give them counseling and stuff just because well, people miss the show. It's yeah. been a little while. Where have you been? Well, it's, well, where were you? Well, I don't think we're ready for that yet. In fact, if we're going to do anything, I think we should start off the show with the triple banger lightning round. Yeah, this is where the crowd goes crazy. Yeah, Toronto, I, I need more from you, damn it. The people in back look like you're on the tail end of a crystal meth bender. But it's Canada, so it's just really good pilsners. Uh, no, it's, I mean, it's not polite it's, people, and it's a, a late evening, but we love you for coming yeah, out Yeah, we do. Sunday, it's 12.35 so on Sunday. Let's do it. Let's commit. You guys ready? Yeah. Are they serving? Yeah. Are they still serving uh, crystal meth? Are they serving alcohol? Okay, let's do that. Uh, Josh Donaldson, it's on you. Uh, it's exciting. Crystal, uh, crystal meth, that's exciting. Uh, triple banger lightning round. Question one, question one. Hand sanitizer. Great. But what about your ass? <laughs> You mean like, what about ass sanitizer? Well, I just, it's great you washed your hands, but that's not really the dirty part of your body, is it? I feel like we're really not washing the parts of our body we should be washing. It's like, I just wash my hands. Everyone's always... Uh, yeah, but it's up. more like, uh, I gotta shake this guy's hand. Where's it been? It's less like, well, I gotta shake this guy's butt. I hope he cleaned it. <laughs> You know, you don't often go up and just grab. But you're right. I mean, it would be like in between the toes sanitizer. That would be better. Yeah. But no one's shaking feet, although I'd like to see more of that. Feet shaking. But for like a really important agreement, both people should take off their shoes and socks and shake their feet. And it looks awkward, but that's part of the commitment. Yeah. I've, I've been doing the hand. Don't you think? Just a little. <laughs> When I was in, De- in Japan, uh, that's another reason. We- we've been missing each other a lot because we've been out of the country, both of us, periodically. Where were you in Japan? I was in Japan. I was in, like, uh, you know, Mount Fuji area. I was doing some shows for the troops and that kind of thing. There were no Canadians there. And uh, uh, because they're too, like, intelligent to get involved with wars all the time, the way Americans do. We've been talking about that a yeah. lot. But, I mean, is... I don't want to denigrate our country. There's, I mean, listen, I, I'm going to defend, you know, look, there, there's a great country south of here, and you just have to walk across America to get to it. And <laughs> It's called Mexico. Oh, thank you. There's also, uh, we were talking about it, and we, we, you know, all the slights, they're not even slights, but if you're, like, trying to be racist against Canada, it's very much like, yeah, yeah they're really polite yeah. here. They're always nice to each other. What was the other one? You said, you know, they really follow, like, rules. Yeah, they, many, they're real. How many rule breakers yeah, in Canada? Yeah, really they follow rules. And I, I meant it as a, as a put-down, but really it turned out to be a compliment. I think, I think Canada is somebody's... You're better really respectful globally. What's the deal with that yeah. shit? Yeah. Uh, moon wizard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> No, I, I just, it's, it's, it's a great place. It really is. It seems like you have better health care. Maybe people are a tiny bit more uh, better, better educated. And then, uh, you know, the, the girls. Pause and everyone's and like, then, yes. And then the. Uh, it's all free up here, dipshit. You just have to weather the winters, and many die during the winters. 
many times. Yeah, and then the uh, uh, the women are quite beautiful, and you know, there's something about beautiful women <laughs> that makes me just want to make love to them. I didn't say that twice. Wiggle? I just needed to say it. Yeah. Say the wig like. Well, I have a whole different uh, way of doing it. What I do, I don't know if you. What I like to do. See, I fuck like truck. Now he fucks till he trucks. Uh, Daddy came home for Christmas. I. Uh, what I'll do is I. What I if I if I meet a girl I really like uh, back when I was single. Uh, what I like to do, and I know a lot of people are different. Uh, some people like you know women because they you know to make love to women because it feels good and and that's fine. But I always liked it because it looked funny. But. Uh, <laughs> But I'm different than most people. What I would do is I would actually... I've got this thing that comes out. It's sort of a... It, it extends out from my pelvis area. And what I like to do yeah. is I like to actually you, put it... Okay, most women have this thing inside their legs. And it's like a... It's, there's like a, a gap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Go with me on this. And what I like to do... This is when I was single. What I like to do is actually kind of put the thing that, that is on my pelvis and just kind of push it in there. And it would make me feel really happy inside and lightheaded. And then this, like, silly putty would come out. And then I would fall silly, asleep. Silly? Yeah. The consistency of silly putty? About. Just about. Yeah. So if you got it on the comic books, then it would come off sort of yeah. on Some the... people might, you know, refer to it as like a cheese whiz type thing. Whatever it was. And it would make me really light, lightheaded. And then afterwards I would fall asleep. And I, I really liked it. I think you should try it. I'm into it. I fuck till I truck. I get a CDL. That's a commercial driver's license. <laughs> So I fucking, fucking, fuck, and then I start trucking. I do in-state hauls, then you do tri-state, start going to... You're on the road, you know what I mean? It's back northwest down to Southern California. Then you do longer hauls. I'm talking Southern Cali to fucking Tucson. Then on to Jersey. Then you're back over to fucking Georgia. And I truck, and I truck, and I truck until I fuck. And then it's back to fucking, and I gotta be honest with you, when I start fucking again, I'm like, I gotta just chill on this, because... The amount of fucking that it takes to truck <laughs> is so much less than the amount of trucking it takes to fuck. It's totally disproportionate, if you want to be honest with you. I'm on the road six, seven months. Then I get home and back to fucking. And it's like, you know, you're like, all right, well, I don't need to fuck that much, but I don't know if you fucked. <laughs> it's hard. To, it's just hard to stop. So then... You get back into the fucking, then I'm just calling Kate like I'm in fucking Montana and I don't know how much longer I can do this. <laughs> no one's on the CB tonight. It's a lonely open road. You've seen the show Ice Truckers. If you haven't, it's on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> If these are just little things. Uh, yeah, about just us. little things. You know, you find out about us. Moon Wizard goes to Canada. This summer, everyone gets mounted. You fuck till you truck. That's your thing. That's what I've been doing. Triple banger, lightning round. Question two. two Question two, two. 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 Question two. Biggest waste of money spent on weddings. The photographer? The cake, the invitations, or the annulment? (laughs) annulment You just had a wedding. We need to talk about it. Well, I think, I don't know, cake is what we decided. That that was the biggest waste of money? Yeah, like, you know, you have this big cake, and I don't know if it's it's also part of it is just this Hollywood bullshit, but, like, people don't eat cake, really, a lot. 
So you get this huge cake, and you're like, everyone, look at this cake. We, there's so much of it, we're smashing each other's faces. <laughs> like, how American is that? It's like, we waste the cake for fun. <laughs> we make the cake, and we press it in each other's faces. So we decided to have a small cake, two little tiny cakes, they're intertwining cakes. And we lift the cake toppers off, and we just eat it. And so we, the only cake that we had was the cake that we smashed in each other's okay. faces. And I swear to God, she broke my fucking nose. <laughs> I was in the hospital for two days, five days later. And that slowed you down with the fucking and the trucking. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I, think it's the, I think it's the wedding invitation, though. I don't believe that she though. should remember you your wedding, wedding night, though. Especially... I, I think the wedding invitation is a lot of... is expensive and ridiculous. No, 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 no. That could be... I, my wife and I just sent out a chain letter. You know? <laughs> you said you'll have bad luck if you don't pass this on. But don't uh, you think all this money spent is... It puts a strain on the relationship. I think it's ironic that weddings are so damaging to the relationships that they're celebrating. That's a 100% true. Because... You know, because you get so much stress. By the time I got married, I didn't even like my wife. I was so... I was so angry. I didn't even say I do. I said I don't not sort of. I don't. I didn't not, really no, commit. I, I just. I and the next not. day, the honeymoon, I was like, now I love her again. But I really did. I said I don't. A month before our wedding, I was like, I don't. I don't. I really don't want us to see each other for the next month. I'm that upset. It's constant arguing. I, I got to. I, I I know that's bad. I'm glad. I think you you should do it. It's really not for you. It's for the family. And I think it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, every girl's like, what will my wedding be like her whole life? So it's like, it's a great thing. But for me, and maybe I'm just too pragmatic and that's my father and me, but I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> like, it's not very romantic to say, but I'm like, you're throwing a party for all of your friends and family and then you don't enjoy it. No. So it's like the most expensive big event you've ever done, and then you go and you're like, God, I can't wait till this fucking thing gets over so I can go to the after party and drink. We also had like an after party, but that was the good thing because it was sort of surrealist Alice in Wonderland theme. Okay. And you open these little doors, and there's like drink me, and the drinks change colors and all this stuff. So I, I think it's important well, if you're going to do the wedding and you're going to do it right and you're a groom at about 11 or 12 just descend into the, the madness because your Aunt Janice was kind of a bitch that she got her, uh, her invitation late. You know, it's like that's the kind of party you're throwing is the one where people are like, oh, it's nice of you to sit me with the rest of the family. And you're like, I don't know you. <laughs> You're lucky to be here. Yeah, no, not even that. Just like, are you Kate's estranged uncle? And he's like, no, I work across the street. I got the chain. there was booze here. I got the chain letter. <laughs> I, 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 you cared about people's happiness. The night before the actual wedding, you said, tomorrow night, I can't trust that the, that the people here are going to party the way they need to, so I'm going to take matters into my own hands. And I said, what do you mean? He said, well, everything you eat or drink after that wedding, uh, you're on your own. Yeah, and it's true. true. I think everything was laced with something uh, because people were fucked up. Well, we were I'm in... serious. My wife, I've never seen her like that in my life. Really? Yeah, it was pretty cool. We... Uh, <laughs> it was. She it was well, fucked up. Well, it's nice up. because, you know, it's Denver. I, I think everything was laced with something. No, but it was Denver. So, yeah, some of the stuff had marijuana in it, and it was dosed in different ways, and <laughs> the drinks would change, and the longer you held them, some of them, the alcohol content would go up. So, yeah, it was designed to be like that. And it's one of the few things that between Kate and I, and she really, really, she'll drink it up, man. She's from Michigan. She doesn't give a fuck. Uh, 
but it was a very much a uh, it, it, she sort of it's spotty for her also. That was one of the nights where we're like, and where was it? You you see, yeah. April doesn't remember any of what happened. And thank God because she killed seven people. <laughs> Each of them with the arm of the previous person killed, with the arm of the previous person that she killed and ripped the arm off of to kill the previous person. Supermoon wizard. The multiple (laughs) extraction of an arm to use as a weapon to kill the next person to get your new weapon from. Canada. 2015. Yeah. Triple Angle Lightning Round. Question three. Question, question three. three. Chinese lanterns. A beautiful way to celebrate, or has someone cleared this with the fire marshal? Because <laughs> it was the middle of. I mean, TJ gets married. And there's a fire hazard everywhere. There were places. There were towns literally burning down all around us, and they decided to have we Chinese have a lot of lanterns. Wildfires. A lot of wildfires. And they decided to light Chinese lanterns. Was it safe? You know, this is what is so fucked up about you. And I'm sorry. I don't yeah. mean to get sort of argumentative with him, and, you yeah. know, in front of everybody that's here. But <laughs> they were Korean lanterns, you fucking asshole. You stupid piece of shit. Coming into fucking my house, saying Chinese lanterns. You just walking up to me, hey, how's Korea? And they're like, we're, we're Russian. You know, you're just... I'm sorry. You don't, you know, it's weird to be sad in that mask. <laughs> like, look out at everybody and just look sad with the mask on. I just think it's amazing. We have a Jason mask. It's a hockey mask. It's just, it's weird to have eyes that are like, this is a bummer. <laughs> but you still could kill a person. No, they were uh, Korean lanterns. And I think it's not a, you know, it's not a fire hazard if, if your dreams fly high enough. <laughs> Sanitize that ass and those feet, girl. <laughs> Triple banger, lightning round, auxiliary Question style, auxiliary style. Babies. Not as scary as they look. <laughs> I think actually, yeah, as scary as they look. Sometimes. And it only happens a few times in your life, but you're always afraid of it. Sometimes a baby will hit you in the eye very, very hard. (laughs) And if you're like, ow, or something like that, the parents are almost like, don't scare the baby. (laughs) It's like, fuck you, that baby just hit me in the eye. With this little baby fingernail, and it hurt a lot. No, they really are. It's okay for me to be like, ah! Yeah, they're dangerous. You you should be able to yell at them. But, you know, you might have some. The worst thing about having babies, I have two kids, if you don't, for those of you that don't listen to the show, I have two little kids, and one of them has started playing soccer. The worst thing about having kids is is the parents. I hate the other parents. Uh, I just fucking hate them. I do. I don't like the other parents. They're all. I, I just don't like, I don't like talking to them. What do we have in common? I, what are we, we're all thrown together. We have nothing. What do we have in common? That none of us wore a condom? <laughs> What's our bond? It's like, hey, we, yeah, we have so much in common. We both have uh, heads on our necks. But is it, like, I mean, there's nothing, I don't know. There, yeah, but where, where are you hanging out with the, like, you're connected through your at kids, At the soccer right? game. At yeah, the soccer, at the soccer game. 
Yeah, I don't want to talk to anybody at a soccer game. I don't game. want to talk to them. That's what you should do is when you go to your soccer game, so you will never do this. But if I sort of hated all the people and my kids, soccer, like all the other soccer parents, I would go to the soccer games and I would sort of mumble and drink from like a can that's unmarked. It's just like a bare aluminum can. People were like, where did he even get that? You know what I mean? And I would smoke a lot and just be like kind of mumbling and drinking. And then when something happened, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. You know, be very supportive and present and talk afterwards. But I'd wear like a smelly old coat. And I just want people to stay away from me. Like, he's really weird. I don't I mean, you know, do you ever talk? No, no, we would never talk. And I think that'd be a great experience for your kids. I think, uh, you know, many years later. They should be out there playing fucking soccer with their head in their game. Derek, get your head in the game and stop looking at your father mumbling and smoking. You want to know why they get past your defense? Because it's offensive how much you look at your father while he rocks in his smelly old coat, rocking back and forth, rocking and mumbling and mumbling and rocking. (laughs) Oh, I'm glad. Home and run drills. I'm I'm just so glad you're not my dad. Uh, I intend to be a bad dad. I want to be one of those dads that people can be like, you know, all this failure, all this. I've got one person to blame for that. <laughs> right? Don't you want to be that to your kids a little bit? That they can, like, kind of screw everything up and be like, it's, it's my dad, Cash, it's fault. Yeah, you, you have to give them some kind of alibi. Yeah, give it's them not, an alibi. Yeah, it's important to, you know, they shouldn't think it's their fault. But we love having kids. It's, it's great to have kids, isn't it? It's great. Everyone loves having kids. No one regrets having children. You people regret that. marriage. People regret marriage. Well, you say that. About seventy percent of people regret marriage. Say fifty percent of marriages succeed, but about twenty percent are unhappy. You know, so that's seventy percent uh, of bad marriages. Only thirty percent are happy they did it. Everybody's happy they had kids. No one's like, yeah, you know, that fourth child probably should have aborted that little loser. Uh, but you, you say this that, that. that only only jumping off of a rope swing into a lake and having kids are the only two things that no one ever regrets. <laughs> Pretty much. You don't ever regret uh, jumping off of a rope swing. Uh, in, uh, like, for example, paddle boating, you always regret. Uh, you're in the middle of the red lake. You're like, this is Kayaking, fucking bullshit. I think also. No this one... is bullshit. My back hurts. I'm in the middle of the ocean. I want to go home. Almost every time you're upset. But uh, rope swing, you're not flying through the air into a river or lake like, yeah! Oh, shit, I shouldn't have done this. Well, uh, Kate and I went uh, cliff jumping. Okay. In uh, on our honeymoon, and she, I, this is the, this is a terrible story. I want you guys to know that first and foremost. That's a good way to start a story. And it was like uh, I said to her, I said, "All right, let's go." You know, we, we sort of they, we stopped at this little place where you could jump off a cliff into these very beautiful blue waters, right? And so we get up there, and she kind of she doesn't want to do it. It's scary. So I go, okay. So I jump off. All you have to do is jump. You just jump, and then you land in water, and, and then you come up and you're like, that was so fun. What a great feeling. That's why people do it, right? <laughs> so I did it, and then I came back up, and she goes, I don't, I don't want to do it. I don't know, you know. And I said, look, you just got to gotta do it. You got you to gotta just let it go, jump, and then you'll go, you know. Just, you just can't think about it. You just got to go for it. How like, high was the cliff? She's like, okay. I mean, she's... Look, Kate has jumped off of the second story of a house in upstate New York into the pool in the neighboring yard, I think. 
Yeah, and a lot of, a lot of you may not realize that she has wings. Yeah. Uh, no, but so. it was, I think it was higher than that. So it was, it's very, very high up. Yeah. So she goes, okay, okay, I'll do it. And I was like, all right, let's go. And I went to hold her hand, and the guy in the boat was like, no, 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 don't hold each other's hands. That's dangerous. No, it's not, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> because I listened to him for whatever reason, and I was like, okay, so just jump with me. We run. I'm like, let's, she, she's like, let's do it, let's do it. I'm like, let's do it. We run, we jump in the air. I'm like, I'm so proud of you. And then we go into the water, we come up, and she, I'm like, there, you did it, you did it. She's like, <sighs> and I was like, oh, come on, you're good, you're good. So I bring her back, and she's like, I, I fell on the rocks. Oh, no. Then as we get there, the guy's like, oh, I took a video of it, uh, but I don't know if you want to see it. Wait, wait, what, what part of her hit the rock? So it's, it's on the internet. It's not as bad as you'd think. She, <laughs> you put it on the internet. It. it went viral. That's she the good goes, news. She goes, look, I got a great epic fail. Wait till you see this. So she, what, if you, you can watch it, Rose Petal Pistol, if she runs off and both of us go, but when we get to the edge, she looks down and is like, ah! but she's already running. So then she sort of starts to go off and then she pushes, she's a trooper, she pushes off of the rock and goes forward, and so lands just fine. But basically, on the way down, it almost looks like she's like, ah, ah, and then falls to her death. It, look like, it looks like she's about to fall to her death. But she, you know, she got her back in the boat, and she's like, well, that's the last time I'll hesitate jumping off a fucking cliff. It was pretty great. So yeah, the honeymoon didn't go well. Uh, no, that was at the end of it. It was very, it's nice, you know, you get... You should really stay in a space where you're there's, like... There's a lot of relief afterwards. Because yeah, the, the wedding yeah. itself is traumatic. It's a pretty difficult experience. And afterwards you feel a release and, and you, you know, you're in a good space. You did enjoy hanging out with her during the honeymoon. Yeah, you non-stop. That's the fun part of it. It's just like, you know, the, the wedding's over. It's really... The wedding is not a... It's not ideal. Not, I, I not ideal. It just, yeah. Let's talk more about it. Let's, let's, let's talk about it on uh, Where Were You? Where Were You? Uh, so we were at TJ's wedding, and we're just, you know, we haven't seen each other in a long time. We've only seen each other once in the last, like, four months, so we're just catching up uh, live in front of a live studio audience in Toronto. There's a live yeah. the Royal studio Theater. audience yeah. here in beautiful Royal George yeah. Theater in Ontario, Canada, here in Little Italy. But uh, it was a great Tiny wedding. Tiny Edmonton. Really, I just want to say... Here we are in, uh, coming to you live from Tiny Edmonton. It's an actual small recreation, just a few city blocks of the entire city and suburb of Edmonton. And Ottawa coming times from you straight from the Ottawa West squared. Edmonton Mall. Just a tiny one-tenth to scale version of the West Edmonton Mall. Still about 350 feet tall. Lower Vancouver. That's where we are. Lower Vancouver. Gas town. Upper Canadian Niagara Falls. That's where we are. Uh, it's a great, it was a great, it was a beautiful wedding. It really was. There was one thing. I, I made a speech at the wedding. And, um, and this, and, can, I, can I preface yeah, this by yeah. saying, so Cash, the thing that I wanted the most was that like the rehearsal dinner part of it for Cash to make a speech because I just knew he would kill, you know? You can put him up after other bad speeches. You can sort of, and you know it's going to crush. 
So I really, I was like, please, please, can you make a speech? Right, and then, so what happened was, we're, I'm, I'm ready to speak, two or three people have spoke, and then all of a sudden a line formed of maybe two or three hundred people, uh, <laughs> and they all stood waiting to speak. And I got in line. Really more realistically, eight people. Eight people. <laughs> I was trying really to realistically probably six people, and one of them I think was like, "Which wedding is this?" Uh, I was trying to think of a number that would make them laugh. I didn't pick the right one. And uh, <laughs> where are you? I, I was wanted someone to laugh, but two hundred wasn't right. I should have gone with seventeen, and I will do that next time. In well, any event, math it was a lot of people because it have to be considering the amount of people that actually like me and would like to publicly speak about me. If it was two hundred people, then the wedding would have to be like five hundred thousand yeah. people. That's true. That would be the most insane thing in the world. <laughs> Uh, yeah. People are like, I don't even know who this... Okay, I guess and I'll so, know. And so we'll just edit this part out. But anyway, uh, so we're at the wedding, and, and, this, and I was really excited about the, the speech. I, I came up with a few things I was very excited to say, and because uh, uh, I have a lot to say about TJ. He's such a great guy, and he's marrying a great person. It was just, I was really like jacked up to say it, and I really wanted people to listen. I was, it was almost like a set, right? And, and, uh, and so all of a sudden, there's about three people, and I'm about to speak. And TJ uh, had a microphone. He was introducing people. And his mom whispered in his ear. I seeing my own wedding. Yeah, his mom whispered in his ear. And she goes, uh, uh, said something to him. And he goes, okay, my mom wants people to know that there's ice cream being served. And you can go down and bowl if you need to. There's a bowling alley a couple floors below us. And she wants to know you can bowl. So if you don't want to see any more speeches, just go. No one's going to hold it against you. And that's when I knew that you should be a corporate booker. Uh, I felt, I felt I like, like you'd be the I perfect like you'd corporate still booker. It, but it really is. It's, it was like this thing of like, it was. It's your wedding, and my mother just. I mean, what do they always say? God bless her soul. Nah, maybe may she, for that period, may she burn in hell forever. Now, my favorite. Yeah, part. I guess no, no, really, really. Like, and so she just, it, she just came over and was like. And let them know that the tubs of ice cream are open and they can come serve themselves. And I'm like, I know. People are making speeches right now. Like, let's relax. It's fine. She's like, I know. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying. The ice cream. And then it's also, melting. you've got that bowling alley down there. And, it's, and it's, it's already free bowl. It's free bowl. And I just wanted to turn to her and be like, did you just say free bowl, you crazy bitch? Get the fuck out of my face! Insane are you? It's <laughs> a celebration of love, and you're like, free bull started at nine. <laughs> what do you mean? My- so unfortunately, I have to fucking get on the microphone and be like, hey guys, sorry, Cash. I know it's great, and we hope that the day of happiness would come. Give me a second, though. There's tubs. <laughs> tubs. She used the word tub. Tubs of ice cream. And fucking scoops, go over and get some ice cream and free bowl started at nine. So don't forget to bowl. <laughs> yeah, let me hand the let me hand the mic over to my good friend and podcast compatriot of God knows how long. What do you mean, fucking free ball? <laughs> now, my favorite impression of the whole wedding was your impression of your dad opening up the uh, uh, rehearsal dinner. His dad was a, his dad 
is such a wonderful guy. I really liked your dad. I got to know him a lot better. But your dad is very gruff very and very strong, like very, very gruff stoic. and not quite very stoic. And um, can you just do your dad's opening uh, wedding speech <laughs> when he opened up the rehearsal dinner? Can you paraphrase it for me? These are two great things about my okay? father. This is so never fun. hear any of this these is podcasts. So, so no, yeah. I respect him absolutely. He won't. He's, he's like, so you do some hilarious. kind of uh, uh, audio thing with TJ? Uh, what is it? You're like it's called cashing with TJ. And I was like, okay, I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> But he just, he got on, he's very, listen, this is a very yeah. funny guy. It's yeah. like a very, very funny individual. Very good public speaker. Holds forth very well. He just, because of all the havoc that the wedding wreaked on this, you know, family, he just, he goes on stage. He says, everybody, can we have your attention? Um... So we're very happy. So this kicks off the whole wedding. Yeah, this is the first thing. This is the first thing any of us see. We uh, thank you guys all coming for uh, downtown to the DAC. He's reading off of a piece of paper. <laughs> He's like, um, we're very excited to everybody here for this incredible union between uh, Kate, who we're so excited to invite into our family, and also uh, TJ, our son that we're so proud of. Parking uh, is a bit of a situation. There's parking spaces across the street at the car wash. There's also parking within the building, but you have to give them this code, okay? Everybody write this down. 668-81349-B. B is in boy, not as in dog. Hello. Uh, oh, and he's not, he's not using the microphone. No one can hear him, by the yeah, way. Yeah, and for a guy who's, you know, testifies in court, he's just like... The other thing I want to announce that we've always thought, and it's just, just been that. So uh, <laughs> later he'll be forced to tell you when the tubs of ice cream are open. <laughs> like you're some seething mass of ice cream necessitating mammal beasts that are like, when do they open the tubs? <laughs> when will you open the tubs? <laughs> Jesus, the tubs are open. Like, like <laughs> it's just, it's just tubs of cream. <laughs> it meant a lot Who wants the tubs of cream? Just tell them. They'll want to know the tubs of cream are open. My friend is trying to talk about how this is love. All right, well, just tell them free bowl ends at 11. <laughs> and like, and that cream's eating. going. As soon as they know the tubs are open, cream's going to be gone. And then, yeah, then I hand you the microphone. I'm like, I'm sorry. This is it's really happening. And he's like, ah, ah. I mean, I, good God. It was a great speech. It was a really but great speech, but a difficult situation. It was a beautiful wedding. It was really beautiful. It was really, you, you nailed a lot of it. It was really fun. We had a great time, and we appreciate it. Um, I want to I move on to a couple other things right now. We have to do essential questions of human nature. Um, can, we do, can we do that? I, I, yeah, Toronto, you have a really, you know, I, I just, I loved your mayor. I don't know if he's still the same mayor. Uh, I just loved him. He gave me so much pleasure over the last, like, Is few that, years. That's um, the crackhead, right? Yeah. And that's, that's the essential question of human nature. Uh, whose brand was more uh, damaged by what happened, Rob Ford or crack cocaine? Because uh, I, I feel like crack lost a lot of credibility. A lot it of street cred, you know what I mean? That like, is, it really hurt, yeah. That's such a good point. Crack, like, until that point, crack was still like a street drug. You see, like, right. a crackhead on the street, it's clear. It's like, you know, crack was still more of sort of a, a thug, a gangster type of deal. And uh, that ended. 
with Rob Ford, right? Is it yeah. Rob Ford? Yeah. He, he, you can't look like that <laughs> and be a governing politician of, of the most major city in a country <laughs> and be like, yeah, I fuck hookers and smoke crack. <laughs> what about it? Like, suddenly crack becomes like, yeah, sure, I read the encyclopedia and still watch DVDs. I don't give a shit. But he gave Toronto such character. I mean, how many bipods would still wish he was your uh, mayor? Okay. Good. Yeah, that was a good yeah. hypothesis. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah. that's more than I expected, actually. Uh, <laughs> couple, couple people like, yeah, no, it was good for crack and it was good for him. Did, did he do anything positive that you guys are like, Was there any point in anyone... He tried like, to legalize hey. crack. That's what he did. Is there any point that anyone was like, you know what? Yeah, he smokes crack. He, you know, he, he slap, he'll slap a hoe if shit goes wrong on a fucking high-end escort date. But I got to tell you, his, his policy on public transit was A-O-fucking-K. I mean, he really knew what he was doing. Was there anything that he... No? God, then how the hell did it happen? How did it happen? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know the story behind it. I was going to try to come to Toronto and find out. All I saw was the YouTube clips, and, you know, uh, it was inspiring. What uh, happened? How did he get elected? Sub- see? What happened? Imagine, for a second, if you think about the suburbs of America being all of these weird states that we have. They're like, Mississippi, who knows what happens down here? (laughs) All that is our suburbs. Then imagine a world where Donald Trump is the president of the United States. Because that would be our version of that. That wasn't even... Notice how all of us were like, ha, ha, ha. We're like, oh, no. (laughs) No. Don't let it be possible. Yeah, I don't think it'll happen. That's as crazy as Diet Coke trying to do a... An ad campaign that just says, Sister Sear. <laughs> what, what are they doing in Canada? What are they doing with the two languages? Let's get that sorted out. Why, are, why, are, why is everything written twice? Why, why, why well, can't we sort French, this out? Right, is, French Canadian is kind of frustrated with how things ended up, I guess, or something. And then Toronto's like, What's, what, what, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> Over there, we're trying to run a business, <laughs> and we got great Asian food. How are we doing? It does, you guys. Maybe, maybe there should be a little France, and then that's it. Is, is that what? That's what it is. Like Euro Disney. Yeah, <laughs> that is kind of what it is. Montreal's kind of like New Orleans. It's like imagine a world where it's all lays, lays, bonnet, I'm a guy that can solve. I should be a mayor or a politician because I, I should. I, I, you know my theory about uh, Jewish people and, and Israel. I think that uh, America should, uh, g- you know, give them Nevada, and uh, I think everyone from Israel should live in Nevada. It's all it's sandy. It's it's, it's too uh, hot. I mean, it's too hot. hot. It's very similar in terms of the climate, and I think you know. Uh, uh, I, it doesn't seem to be working where they're living. I think it's just good. Just bring them. We, they're, they're our friends. Bring them. We'll give them Nevada. It's a shitty state. I don't it's, think we'll miss it. It's a smart. They'll it, like it. It's better than where they're living. It's, it's a, a win-win. It's a smart enough idea, but the truth is, Las Vegas. They can't, They wouldn't be able to. There would be no reason for La, Las Vegas. Las Vegas to me is the most American city. By the way, have you guys been to Las Vegas or no? 
Yeah, it's the Edmonton Mall, basically, right? No, no, but it's America's version. It's glittery and weird, and you can drink outdoors all the time, and there's pamphlets for hookers, and there's, inc- there's like, fake... Welcome. You want to go to New York? Here's a casino that is New York. <laughs> Wish you were in Paris? Here's a casino that is Paris. Want to go to a place called the Flamingo? What's in there? Gambling. Okay. <laughs> Greed. Come on in. There's no clocks in here. Ah! <laughs> It's pretty heavy uh, duty, Las Vegas. I'm, I'm going to do one more essential question, then we'll move it along to Tweedalize's uh, working title. Uh, <laughs> one more essential question. Um, uh, the orchestra conductor, because I know there's a lot of great uh, music here in Toronto, and I thought I'd mention this. Orca constructors, uh, conductors, are they, are they just really... Orca with, Orchestra. Oh, no, those are good, too. Those orca really construct orcas. Yeah, yeah. Well, they actually construct like orcas with their hands. Those wooden yeah. orcas. Are orchestra conductors really just wizard school dropouts? Uh, aren't they just poor man's wizards? They, and they don't, I don't know why they get so much credit. They can't go solo, and they just stand there, and they... They're, they're a little amazing. bit above airport flagmen. The, 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 you know, they're, the they're not really... It's really true, but it's right. As a conductor, you can never go solo. You can't go solo. They get so much credit. And why are they using... What, it's got to make a noise? Really? In this economy? And why are they even... What is the stick for? It's just... Uh, you, why, not, why not with the hands or, or, or different types of sticks? Glow sticks or wiki sticks or, or chopsticks or a ladle. Why don't they do it with a ladle? They could do it with a ladle. Ladles. They could do it... Yeah. I'm just saying, like, I don't understand... I don't understand they why they get so much the credit. Track, they're, the the star, they're the star of the whole thing. And they're not doing anything. They could, uh, they could be replaced with a whistle, okay? Yeah, the, a marching band replaces them with a whistle. Yeah. I think they're most overrated people. I don't know. No. You don't think so? Well, just in the sense that they are sort of orchestrating the whole thing. I don't know. I mean, fuck. But you go to a museum a... and you're like, who curated this shit? <laughs> but they're going to go solo with their curating thing. Hey, I've been curating on my own now. Oh, really? What are you curating? Nothing. Just saying what stuff should go where if it did. <laughs> so, yeah, in that sense, you're kind of right. I don't know. I mean, yeah, if you give them a couple air traffic controller things, if that'd you, be a they, hell of a show. Yeah, an orchestra conductor that gets fired becomes an air traffic controller. Or a, or a, a you know a flag there's a lot of, there's a lot of and then and then eventually if they get demoted enough they, they work at hot dog on a stick <laughs> that's pretty much the progression yeah there have been some people that yeah. are hard out on their luck just selling hot dogs on sticks they used to be he's just some guy with two corn dogs like I used to be the head conductor at the New York Philharmonic or the Philadelphia New York Honic. I don't remember, but now look at me. Crystal meth. Canadian club whiskey. I don't want to be part of any club that'll have me as a member. Yeah, I'm selling fucking corn dogs on sticks in a carnival. Every day I have to lick my boss's kid. I don't know where that came from. You know how weird that is? Selling corn dogs the other night, you gotta lick them on his face. I don't know why. I don't even know where that came from. I love that. Uh, I'm gonna, we're going to move on to Tweedalize. It's a working title. It's, a, it's called Tweedalize. Uh, and well, if you have a better name for it, this is Tweedalize. You know, people in Canada, 
People in Canada have different names for it. Uh, you know, some of them call it Tweet by night away from here. Tweet by night again. Uh, you know, is other it a people. Canadian song. Uh, yeah, it's, it, it is. It's a song by Rush. Other other Canadians. Other other Canadians call it a keep on tweeting in the free world. <laughs> other Canadians call it uh, born to be tweeted. <laughs> tweeted doesn't even sound like bad. <laughs> There's not that many Canadian songs to choose from. Uh, uh, you know, uh, it's time now for a double shot of triumph on Donkey and the Jeff. I'm young, I'm wild, and I'm tweeting. <laughs> Got the magic power. <laughs> Whatever. I'm Whenever people I talk, if people come up to me and talk about this part of the show, they're always like, "I really like it when he does the falsetto thing." Yeah, see, <laughs> strength in numbers, my friends. Other people call it "tweet the good fight, everybody." Okay, yeah, not any Canadians here tonight, uh, but it's a good it's a good section of the show, and uh, I, I'm going to read one of your tweets. Uh, T.J. Miller, uh, on September 12th, tweeted, uh, If you haven't used the phrase accelerated vaginal caking, then you're probably doing all right. That's true. (laughs) Think about that. I mean, in what context does it even... Let me see it. Yeah. What does that even mean? In what context would you ever... And I'm tweeting... Part of it is just that you wanted. I'm young. <laughs> if I had a but exce- million if you're tweeters, saying, if you're saying if accelerated vaginal caking, you're in a bad I'd position. I'd you a house, but not a real house. That's cruel. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a million tweeters, I'd be rich. Uh, you wrote. Uh, you wrote a you wrote, seven two fifteen. Yeah. I need to start smoking so that I can quit and have an excuse for all the weight I've been gaining. <laughs> it's true. We we just you know we just kind of uh, can, you know replace one vice with another, don't we? What are you battling right now? What kind of addictions? Uh, I can't stop. I can't stop reading this tweet of yours from okay. six fifteen. I no longer put anything in my body without rose hips. What is what are rose hips? Rose hips are uh, a, a long. There's a list of things that I think are fake that they try to sell us. Electrolytes. Would anyone know that if they saw it walking down the street? Ro- electrolytes are bullshit. Now with rose hips. Okay, I never fucking wanted rose hips. I don't know what they are. Uh, you know, there's things like that that they just add. You know. Yeah, with like yeah. Uh... Vitamin C. Bullshit. <laughs> Well, you Total know, bullshit. There's you know no, that emergency. No well, you know that emergency thing. They give it's like a ten thousand uh, percent 
uh, vitamin C. Here's what happens with the vitamin C over 100. The, when you have more than 100% of what you need, you just urinate the rest out. So everyone's like, I feel amazing, and my urine looks really strange. <laughs> uh, TJ Miller wrote, uh, you guys... You guys ever really talked Turkey about Istanbul? Well, have you? <laughs> that's a good one. It's a yes or no question. Um, that's a good one, buddy. I'm, 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 I, don't, I don't have any more of yours. You, you've, been, you've, been, you've been on the road. And uh, we're going to move it along to Tiny Opinions, by the way. Tiny Opinions. Though they are, in fact, normal-sized men, they have tiny opinions. Give it. Yeah. Thank you. I think it's important how you propose to someone, and I'm not sure which proposal is best, but, uh, you know, when you propose marriage, I'm not sure how you do it. I think you did it at a museum or something. Yeah. Uh, where you hid the ring. And that's the question. The best uncommon proposal, the, uh, the landfill proposal? <laughs> The ring in the soiled diaper proposal or the pie in the face proposal? Do you think that anyone's ever done a ring in a soiled diaper? But it would really be surprising. And I think we've run out of surprising proposals. And I think that's, if you really want to surprise somebody. I don't see how you can spin that into a tiny opinion. Just the shit, no, 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 no. The shit part of the diaper proposal is just. There's no way to be like, and? <laughs> Surprise, will you marry me? It's covered in shit. It's not a metaphor. <laughs> it just seems like it would be a tough one. You know what I mean? I think yeah. the diaper proposal, but that, I, that would be admirable. That's somebody who's really fun and will stick with you. But also, maybe it's the most amazing surprise. <laughs> like, we're not even married, and I got my baby, you know, that's yeah. our baby, and I got to change diapers all the <gasps> Oh my gosh. John, and he just has hands covered in shit, and he's like, what do you say, Margaret? Will you do it? Wait, shake on it. Sorry. Uh, my other tiny opinion is I don't think that the... Uh, it shouldn't be called opiates of the masses anymore. I think the masses... I think it... I don't think opiates are the of the masses anymore. What do you mean, religion? No, just, you know, when people say that's the opiate of the masses, that phrase doesn't make sense anymore, because it really should be alcohol of the masses. Don't you think? No one's doing opiates now, are they? No. Just straight opiates? I, maybe the marijuana of the masks. Rob that Ford's doing opiates. <laughs> yeah. Now, Rob Ford was into crack, and he was sort of more uppers that could get you to do more drugs and have more sex. I mean, yeah, You're making it sound like you partied guys? with him. No, I'm just saying, like, I still don't get how he was empowering. And then the only answer I've gotten is someone went, suburbs. <laughs> That's the answer? Yep. Can't trust him. <laughs> yeah, and he does crack and everything. Yeah, yeah. Suburbs. <laughs> um, I'm going to finish up with uh, maskers. This is a question. This is a, a, a section we like to call maskers. Yeah. Thank you. And this, you know, we're going to do some live maskers tonight, and uh, this is always fun for us. I just want to do one old maskers, which we did do on the show once, but I think it's important to do it again. It's from Christopher James. Um, maskers, does everyone know what maskers are? Does everyone know? That is uh, ask, 
That is uh, asking uh, the masters. So this is a section where you can ask us questions because we're sort of jacks of all trades, masters of uh, none or yeah. all of them. Yeah. And uh, so you can ask the masters, and that's why it's called maskers. So it doesn't have anything to do this with masks. This person brought a mask. He's sitting in the yeah, front row. He's got a mask on. It doesn't have anything to do and with... Masks don't have anything to do with this. So that's that's part of that. So does anybody have a question they want to ask the masters? Okay, yeah, we have a bunch of them back here. Do we have a microphone that we can... I think we were going to give them a microphone this time. Somebody... But someone was going to actually... Someone with the theater here was going to walk around and let them speak into it. Because if I go out there and then... Well, maybe I'll do it. Because, yeah, I don't think... Yeah, there we go. Thank you so much. Thank you. How about a hand for uh, for the... Staff here at the Royal Theater. I mean, it's one. It's almost. It's almost one thirty in the morning on a Sunday, and some people actually work, and uh, uh, nobody here does. But let's 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 ask the maskers, masters, I should say. Yes. Yes. So again, just to be clear, it's not about masks. We we couldn't call it asters. Ask the masters. You couldn't call it asters. That'd be fucking weird. So it's called maskers. Ask the masters. But it doesn't have anything to do with masks. This fucking guy. All right, next question. Yeah, next question. See now you're wearing a fucking mask, so. The question better not be related to the mask you're wearing. Okay, go ahead. Because of Donaldson. Cash knows how. He's a professional sneak-in. Do you guys know this? Cash Levy has snuck into more uh, movie theaters, uh, sporting events, than any other sneak-in artist in the United States. Yeah, what I would first do is not wear a mask. Uh, yeah, now, I, you know, I, I think Canada's a great place to, uh, to, to break laws. Uh, there's a lot of rule followers. I, I think you can... That stadium, I actually walked around it today, and there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of weak links to that stadium. He cased... Listen to what uh, you just heard. Cash Levy cased the Toronto Blue Jays stadium today to figure out how to sneak in illegally to see one of the playoff games. Yeah, I... Oh, thank you. I get an applause for that. Uh, um... I think that would be great. I've been just working my ass off for you guys all night, and uh, that was the thing that really uh, broke through. Uh, He's like, you know what? He he does a lot of illegal shit. He's a lot like your old mayor, Rob Ford. Uh, But yeah, what were the uh, weak points? Um, There's a lot of areas that aren't really very well covered. Uh, There's a couple entrances. There's a a VIP entrance and a handicapped entrance, which isn't well watched. Um... (laughs) All you got to do is push a guy out of his wheelchair. <laughs> you can slide right in, literally. Just roll on uh, in. There's also, uh, it doesn't, it's not, not every uh, area has, has turnstiles. And, you know, this is a weakness of any facility now is they used to have turnstiles, and that made things a lot harder. Now they've got, they scan the tickets, they have to look down. Every time someone's looking down, you can always be sliding behind them. Uh, so, you know, 
Uh, maybe we can go. Maybe I'll fly back, and uh, I can only take a few of you. I only t- four is my limit. I once tried to sneak uh, uh, twelve people into a Grateful Dead concert. It was a logistical nightmare. Uh, people were getting picked off the fences and stuff. And I mean, just you know, I only do this for fun. I don't, uh, you know, break laws for it. I just enjoy it. I've done it since I was a kid. I mean, and I don't do it just to save money. I once uh, snuck into Barry Manilow eight times. Uh, <laughs> The same night, just over and over again, just to see if I could. And uh, that's how little you cared about the act. You're like, I don't need to say for any songs. I got to figure out if this handicap after its lead has any weight to it. I once snuck into a Triumph concert, and the whole time I sang, "I'm young, I'm wild, and I'm tweeting." Uh, but uh, yeah, I do have a magic power, uh, the sneaking in. So thank you for asking. Do we have uh, other masker questions? Anybody um, else have a question to ask? The masters. 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 Oh yeah, hi. Hi. Oh hello. Hi. How are you? You're speaking very quickly. Uh, you're speaking faster fast. than I've ever heard yeah. anyone in Canada speak. Yeah. I mean that's. I think it's combining both French speak. and English. Yeah. He's yeah. combining both languages. The fastest I've heard a Canadian speak is you know like this. Hey, how are you? It's nice to see you. <laughs> So, yeah, slow down a, a tick. And then what is it? In Silicon Valley, was there a Dinesh episode where he started ISIS? Where he joins ISIS? Yeah. Uh, let me take this question. Uh, <laughs> I have no fucking idea. Uh, no, I'll let you uh, answer I this. mean, it's... Uh, no. <laughs> well, I could have said that. Not really. There wasn't, yeah, I think maybe that was a joke or a thought that they may have had that there was maybe a draft or something where he accidentally joins ISIS or he's trying to impress, impress a girl. But there's, suffice to say, instead I'll say, there's some pretty heavily edgy racial stuff that goes on in the writing room that doesn't end up on the show. Because it is HBO, so it's like, if me on television calling a child a cunt and hitting him in the face ends up on the air imagine what the fuck doesn't make it it's great that's um, it pretty heavy yes. yeah, I'm going to read one just from a while ago which, which we read, we did this before but I thought this was appropriate Christopher James at Fat Guy Punchline uh, wrote would you call jerking off with syrup a maple feel-up or a Canadian handshake? I like Canadian handshake. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. Sorry, uh, sorry my pants are so sticky, Margaret. I gave myself a Canadian handshake just a bit ago. Old pancake dick. That's what they used to call me in college. <laughs> Flapjack. Don't you think when you discover, we talked about this, shouldn't when you discover masturbating, shouldn't they give you your own personal holiday, like, you know, for 48 hours? You know, Bobby's going to be home from school for a couple days. He's going to be going crazy on himself. I think, uh, I think everybody he's be exploring took that. himself, doing a little Canadian handshake. Yeah, uh, everybody did that when they found out. I think everyone, you know. Okay, yeah. This, I mean, I'll just, I'll just read what this says. It says, get the fuck off stage. <laughs> It doesn't, but... We'll do that in a second, but a couple more. Do we have any others? Uh, Anybody else? Uh, Yes. Yeah. 
Oh, sorry. We thought you had the microphone and then you didn't. And then for a moment I was like, she's so reticent to speak. Damn you, that may have been the best one. <laughs> this is for you after the show. <laughs> then I'll tell you what it is. <laughs> Any more? <laughs> Just relax, buddy. It's okay. It's a... That was so good. Because I really, I had the inclination. I was like, oh, what's what? Yeah, I... <laughs> uh, last one. Any, any others? Okay. Oh, yeah, there was someone back here. Yeah, There's one. Ask. There's one right there. Yeah. Thank you for doing this. Yes. Yeah, you can yell if you want. Yes, Pemberton Buttlesticks. He's yes. a, uh, he's running, he, always, he runs for president. He's a... <laughs> Oh, Willie Run. Well, oh, let's ask Pemberton Buttlesticks. Well, I mean, you know, the issue for Pemberton for 2016 campaign is that he looks weirder than Bernie Sanders, but not as weird as Hillary Clinton. <laughs> so it's like, where does that fall? But I think, you know, we're getting to realize that Hillary's sort of slick, kind of. You know, it's all demographics and every, everything's all rehearsed and prepared and timed out and all that stuff. That's gone now. Now we need, you know, some real fire and passion. And that's why both Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump are getting some traction. Bottom line, if Pepperton runs, okay, no one walks. <laughs> <laughs> Pepperton 2016. So, yeah, you'll have some workshop in that. What yeah. do you think about it? If Pemberton yeah. runs, then you can sit <laughs> and stay. I'm, yeah, we're we're, we're workshopping. We're I think you might want to use a Trisket Hurla button in the campaign. Uh, Trisket Hurla button is the, uh, the T.J. Miller impersonator. Here's uh, a good impression. He only impersonates T.J. Miller. I may be him right now. You don't know if you're listening at home. <laughs> you might be, or maybe the real T.J. is in Guantanamo Bay. Uh, for the murder of Mackie Sasser. But, yeah, you have to listen to the show to really know all the inner workings of the insanity, and really none of it makes any fucking sense. Uh, uh, last one. Do we have any more? That's... Oh, okay, one more. Here we go. Okay, yeah, the show has degenerated into... <laughs> Let me just get this straight. A real strange place. I, uh, you want us to hold the sock hold the that sock. you're knitting and take a picture? Take a picture. What is the sock? Uh, what is the, like for a well, foot? You're qualifying. How good? Lo- what does it look like? And that's an and how often sock. does this? Yeah. Uh, how often does this ploy work? Uh, do you use it, like if you're taking pictures with all people? Would you always have a sock involved or, or not? Not, not? Not always. She's like, well, yeah, oh, get on up here, girl. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do a sock picture. Um, again, it was a strange. Um, really, the show is starting to feel like one big misunderstanding. Because uh, uh, I hold the sock yeah, and you want to take a picture. The sock. You really are in process. Yeah, she's, she's definitely. 
She is definitely knitting this. Either that or she's going a long way to pretend to be knitting this sock. That's how little uh, expectation... This is how little she expected from the show. This is a little sock uh, and training. Ask her husband. Look. She's like, I'm, I'm going to knit socks. If it sucks, I don't give a shit. We'll be warm all winter. Now, whenever right. you... How about a hand for the sock lady? Uh, are those gifts? They're... Is it a gift or are you going to wear them? Uh, for you? That was That's little, so weird. That was you can wear them These always and be like, you know, actually, uh, funny story. Uh... <laughs> love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, thanks for coming. What's your name? Patty. Yeah, we'll call you the sock lady. And <laughs> Yeah, thanks for coming. What a, what a strange uh, experience. Where are you from, Patty? I live in Toronto. Uh, okay. Yeah, you're from here? Uh, I'm originally from Massachusetts. Oh, Massachusetts. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, just came over the border and uh, Yeah, do do you do socks just for for fun or do you uh... <laughs> or is it a hobby or is it is it your profession? <laughs> Guys, we didn't prepare for this. Uh, can you understand how difficult this is? You don't generally uh, riff with a sock maker who wants to take your picture in the front row. You are row. a socksmith, though. Yeah. I am a socksmith. I actually run a knitting store. You run a knitting store. Oh, so it okay. is your profession and your okay. passion. <laughs> it's called, it's called passion, passion Knit. Knit. <laughs> That is, that's maybe one of the greatest names for a store I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Passion Knit. Mm-hmm. I like you, sock lady. I like you. The sock lady, ladies and gentlemen, the sock lady. Wow. And we have, we have one more person that brought a little gift. Uh, we have a, uh, oh, you want to say something before we go? It's starting to feel like a drug rehab meeting uh, or a town hall. What? Yeah. What it might do to Yoda. Oh, yeah, that would be interesting. Well, here's what I'd love to hear. It's like, if you could conceive in your mind. Oh, I'm really happy that you asked that. No, I'm really not. I'm Uh, really tired of being put up to this. This is. But if you you sort of had to imagine Yoda sort of at that moment of ecstasy where he came to orgasm, to fruition, he had le petit bourrier. The little death, as the French call it. I just, yeah, but I guess my question is, what would that sound like? <laughs> are those socks you wear? Or are you happy to see me? This oh, used to be his closing bit for years. <laughs> passionate, indeed. <laughs> Turn on the game. I believe Josh Donaldson is playing. (laughs) To the left. (laughs) (laughs) Rob Ford just walked in. Uh, I really didn't want to do this. 
I love that you asked that. It's really it I it's get become put up a tradition. Every time it's become wanna, a tradition to have that ending bit. Because didn't you have? Was that this is the one? Okay, that the, no. I, I closed with a joke about Yoda having an orgasm one time. Mentioned it on the show, and now every time we do a live show, people are like, "Can you do Yoda having an orgasm?" But it's an excellent closing bit. I but mean, we have something line, instead. We have, a, we have a uh, we have a we have a pinata here. Is that the case? Someone wanted to bring us. Somebody said that there might be a pinata related. Oh my god! Oh, thank you. Yeah, nice to meet you. Your name is Steve Dad. That's awesome. (laughs) That's truly awesome. Do you do you work for a a pinata shop? Called. I love. Pinnacle. Not quite as good. She had more time to work on it. This is amazing. Thank you. It's a B? Yeah. (laughs) Wait. Bees? Yeah, it's B. It's Bumble. It's K. Yeah, it's the Bumble, not the B. Yeah, well, the Bumble, not the B. I I prefer the Bumble. I'll take the B. We had a maskers question once, and we love our maskers questions. You can send them to us uh, by tweet. (laughs) Pete Holmes always had a great joke about what are we teaching kids with pinatas? (laughs) Like, it's just like. Animals are filled with candy. <laughs> if you hit them hard enough, you can eat it. Do you guys want late night candies? Look at this. I gotta tell you, more. More! It's now 1.39 in the morning. All right, we're at, we're, we got to we, close this we out. we got to shut it down. But the, we gotta, you guys have such strange candy here. You've got yeah. caramel milk, which is just like, wait, what? Why didn't we think of that? And it's, even saying it makes you sound like you're smooth. <laughs> hey, can I have a caramel milk? What would you say? You know exactly what I said. <laughs> Then you got this the Wunderbar, right. which is just a weird German. What is that about? This is what's Wunderbar? I thought it was in Dotbar. This is for someone with penis envy, uh, Mister Big. <laughs> this is for somebody who has bad. Ed- <laughs> this is for someone who has accelerated vaginal caking, crispy crunch. <laughs> Thank hey, you guys very much. Hey, that's Keep it going for TJ. I'm Cash Levy. Thank you so much for staying out late with us. Thanks very much. Now leaving Nerdist.com. 